Sun's coming up, 50 degrees here on 92.7 WMAY. It's 7-11. I'm Patrick Fingston in for Greg Bishop here on a Wednesday morning. Uh, Greg will be back next week. I'm here all week. Uh, coming up, uh, Tim Butler, state representative at 810. We'll have full disclosure from the Better Government Association at 830. Tomorrow, this hour, we'll be uh, talking about Amendment 1, the uh question at the top of the ballot uh, this November uh, to amend the state constitution uh, for uh, union rights, workers' rights, whatever you want to call it. We'll get uh, both perspectives on that with uh, Tim Dre from the AFL-CIO and uh, Miley Smith from the Illinois Policy Institute. So be here tomorrow, darn it. Let's head to the phone. We are welcome, uh, pleased to welcome Brendan Moore. He's the state government reporter, political reporter for Lee Enterprises, the uh, newspapers of the Decatur Herald and Review, the uh, Bloomington Pantograph, Southern Illinois, and a whole bunch more uh, that uh, I, I don't have in front of me right now. And that's not important anyway, because Brendan's always uh, living online and, and killing it on Twitter and, and uh, on the web as well. Brendan, good morning. How are things going? I'm doing well, Patrick. How are you? I'm. I'm just. We're just trying to figure out where Darren Bailey is on 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 most days. The the new Chicago resident, the uh, Xenia farmer who had uh, Marion Ahern from Channel Five down there the other day. So it's uh, uh, it's it's and then he's chasing us around on abortion and on crime and doubling and tripling down on a hellhole for Chicago. Then moves to the John Hancock Building. Uh, is how's how is he doing when it comes to trying to change the narrative uh, to crime in in this election? Well, I think that he he's certainly uh, trying to keep it in the headlines with uh, with these comments about Chicago being a a hellhole. I don't know if it's necessarily uh, effective in in. Uh, changing that uh, the narrative, however, because quite frankly, uh, 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 people tend to focus on 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 that word and maybe not on the issue uh, uh, behind it. Uh, and at the same time, uh, so many other controversies have have come up with Senator Bailey uh, based on his uh, uh, other remarks that he's made that have uh, I guess distracted from. From that message, um, I so I don't necessarily think he's been uh, uh, as as effective, but uh, uh, you know I think that um, I guess we'll see in a few months if if this uh, uh, narrative surrounding crime uh, uh, is uh, I suppose uh, 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 effective with voters. Um, obviously, there's other competing issues uh, such as uh, inflation, the economy. Uh, and abortion, uh, crime is certainly up there, but uh, I, I think many would say it's probably not not the top issue uh, facing voters, uh, although one of many that 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 will be considered. Uh, yeah, it was it was in the top four in the poll that I did a couple of weeks ago uh, for the Illinois, which was you know it it started with guns and and had the economy and and abortion in there as well, but. Uh, you know, there's this new ad that that Dan Proft's pack is is running and and is clearly starting to make people notice whether that's a good or a bad thing, uh, because the ad is is absolutely jarring. Um, you know, it, it seems as if had Bailey had any money <laughs> to get on TV, to get on the air, 
to actually, you know, try to write his own narrative that that maybe maybe they could have have made this election more about crime and the problems in whether it's the city or the suburbs or Rockford or Peoria or even parts of Springfield that that are are seeing such an uptick in crime. But when he doesn't have any money, you can't get on TV. Right. That, that's been a problem for Senator Bailey, uh, especially after the primary. Uh, he got a lot of money from uh, Richard Uline uh, in, in the primary to put him over the top against uh, or Richard Irvin. Uh, he's gotten about a million bucks from, from Uline since, um, which uh, is not really a lot uh, in the context of a statewide race. Not when J.B. So, Pritzker's sitting on $60 million. Exactly. And, and, uh, as you said, I mean, Bailey and Republicans as a whole have tried to make crime this, this issue in this campaign. Um, you know, obviously, uh, there's been an uptick, uh, not just in Chicago, but around the state, uh, following the, uh, uh, the pandemic and the social unrest of 2020. Uh, obviously, uh, we have, uh, I think many people are familiar with the Safety Act, which uh, was passed last year, and many of its provisions uh, go into effect this January. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, I guess, concern and uh, I would say some misinformation around that law, um, but now many people believe it would make the state less safe. I, I, I don't know if that's necessarily true, but uh, Republicans have certainly been trying to um, hammer that home as well. Uh, but again, it's a problem of, you know, you, you can have a message, but if you don't have the funds to get it out, uh, it's kind of difficult. And we've seen it, you know, obviously with, with these packs, like you said, uh, uh, running ads, uh, you know, from, you know, Dan Croft and, um, and, and whether they're effective is, 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 is questionable. Uh, as you said, I mean, the one that, 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 that was airing uh, in the past week was jarring. Certainly got certainly got uh, the attention of a lot of people. Hmm. Brendan Moore from uh, Lee Enterprises joins us here on WMAY. You know, you mentioned the Safety Safe Dash T Act. That's uh, the the cash bail provision uh, specifically that that folks are uh, that that folks are are. Uh, you know, really raising a stink about in places. There are some some memes that maybe aren't aren't specifically true running around uh, on on the internet. To be clear, there are issues in this bill in terms of clarity and who's a threat to a person or a community, and and there are things that should or or maybe need to be cleaned up. Do you expect any action on this bill, any additional trailers, whether it's in veto session or, or before it takes effect January 1st? Absolutely. And we've already seen a couple of trailer bills on, on this legislation. Obviously, it was passed very, um, I want to mean, it was passed yeah. in the middle of the night. Um, and, and some would say it was, it was kind of thrown together, uh, a little bit haphazardly at the end of, of, uh, you know, the end of a session and, you know, any, any big piece of legislation, 700 plus pages, there are going to be issues that need to be, be clarified. There are going to be, um, some, some language that, that needs to be updated, and maybe some unintended consequences that 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 need to be rectified. So I I wouldn't be surprised to see that come up in veto session, especially with a lot of these major provisions, uh, pre-trial 
Pretrial Fairness Act uh, within that law that are going into effect. Um, this uh, uh, provision uh, abolishing cash bail in Illinois. Um, so it wouldn't wouldn't be surprising if, if lawmakers tinkered with it uh, ahead of that. Um, but I think we've also seen Patrick to, in the past few days, um, Democrats and and you know even just you know independent fact checkers kind of going on offense a little bit because there has been a lot of misinformation about this law and about what it what it does and what it doesn't do. Um, just the most general way I can describe it is uh, limiting cash bail uh, basically just means that they can't they can't hold you in jail uh, because you're because you're poor because you, you you can't you don't have money to bond out um, you know it, they're they're it'll be the sole discretion of a judge and the um, and so the, the, the judge will decide based on a number of factors, whether a person, you know, is a flight risk, a threat to the community, et cetera, uh, whether they should be uh, detained uh, before, some, before they go to trial. So um, I, I, I think that there, there, there's just been a lot, uh, and a lot going around online that uh, kind of muddied that a little bit. Um, but I think there's, a, a, hopefully we've seen some clarity on that um, in, in you know, the past few days, um, and especially ahead of that going into effect. Um, not to say there aren't issues uh, with the law. Uh, obviously, there probably will be uh, some efforts to clarify it and make some changes. But um, but yeah, I think a lot of the uh, a lot of the fear mongering going on online, uh, some of these memes, um, it, it just they're they're not true, <laughs> um, and so. Uh, uh, I think uh, you know we'll see we'll see more of this effort in the next few months to try to educate people about what this law actually does because I think that there is a lot of still a lot of confusion about it. And Brendan Moore, before we let you go, uh, there was talk of special session for abortion legislation and and, and gun legislation, maybe an assault weapon ban. Uh, neither has seen much movement at this point. Uh, I assume we won't see a special session before the election. Uh, do they? Do Democrats think they can find the votes on? I don't know how you expand abortion in the state at this point. But uh, whether whether it's abortion legislation or some sort of gun limits. Yeah, I mean, I think they're 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 looking for that right now. They're seeing what they can do and when they can do it. Uh, they're in these working groups right now, at least in the House. Uh, Democrats are where they're trying to come up with packages on on these issues and a few other issues. Uh, I think Governor Pritzker and some legislative leaders have been honest and transparent in saying that you know they there are certain things they want to do, but maybe don't necessarily have the votes to do them right now. Uh, as, as, as many know, uh, if, uh, after uh, May 31st in Illinois, if you, if you have a bill with an effective date, immediate effective date, you need a supermajority uh, to pass it. So the threshold goes up. The Democrats have supermajorities, but um, you know, it, it's a lot tighter of a, of a margin to achieve that. So for items like, say, for guns, for like a, an assault weapons ban, uh, they would, they're not... They're not going to do it now because they, they probably don't have 71 votes in the House to, to, to get that across the finish line. However, uh, starting in January, uh, you only need bare majorities, and that's a much easier lift. So 
uh, it would not surprise me to, you know, maybe they pick up a few things in veto session that are attainable, uh, but uh, it would, it would I, I think it's more likely that you'll see a more robust package emerge uh, in, you know, January or sometime spring session that will, um, you know, it'll be easier for it to pass, um, just given, you know, that you need, need less folks to do it. He actually thought we were going to come on to talk about the White Sox today, but uh, no White Sox talk here. I'm a Cubs fan. So Brendan Moore from Lee Enterprises. Find him on the Twitter uh, at Brendan Moore 13. Brendan with an E, B-R-E-N-D-E-N, Moore 13. Uh, Brendan, thanks for the time. Appreciate it. Yeah, happy to be on, Patrick.